Wary observations, righteous discussions, unite people. It's the Word Up Podcast, and I am your host. Omni, etc. Omni, etc. Excuse me. Today, folks, we're going to talk about some bad business. All right, two things have gone on today. Well, recently. Um, one has been in the works for a while, honestly. The other is not is not a surprise, but more of a surprise than uh, the first story. First story, I'm going to talk about Amazon and how they've been. Amazon, I'm not going to lie. Amazon is the most gangster country I've ever, I mean, gangster company I've ever witnessed. By now. So, they fault their employees for taking bathroom breaks. This this billion dollar uh, company that's essentially other companies within it. Did you know that shipping isn't even Amazon's primary uh, source of revenue? Like, uh, selling you things isn't their primary source of revenue. But when it comes to selling you things, they scrape the plate. They've thought of every possible way in which they can make a buck, and they've taken advantage of it every step of the way, regardless of the moral or ethical implications of it. And we're here to talk about one such story. Um, Amazon is shutting down. Let's go to the review. Okay. Amazon is shutting down. It's sold by Amazon third-party program. And is to pay this $100 billion in, rev- in annual revenue country, uh, company. Is to pay $2.25 million to settle their price-fixing allegations. Alright, let's scroll down because this gets interesting for me. And it's the only reason I'm talking about it because I'm interested in how gangster Amazon is. I really can't believe it. Like, Amazon will shutter the third-party seller program. This is the primary takeaways because people's attention span is so long. They know that people in, in modern society don't have the time or believe that they don't have the time to read the entire article. So they give you bullet points. So the bullet points are Amazon will shutter the third-party seller program sold by Amazon over allegations of price-fixing. Uh, the Washington's attorney general said it's unreasonably uh, said it unreasonably restrained competition in order to maximize its own profits, which is true. Uh, the the company will also pay two point five uh, two point twenty five million to settle allegations. All right, so instead of going down the rabbit hole and instead of going down the rabbit hole and taking it to trial wasting a bunch of money in litigation uh, Amazon is like you know what that bag ain't worth holding I'm not going to hold on to something that I know I have a chance of losing which basically to me this is Amazon taking the easy way out admitting to yeah we did the shit but look I'd rather just pay the 2.25 million it's like um getting a citation getting pulled over and getting the citation and having to pick between paying the fine and the fees and admitting um you know that you were speeding or that you had a a violation on your driver's license or, you know, you take this deferred program, uh, do a little traffic court, and you won't have any points on your license. So Amazon basically said, yeah, we're not going to have any points on our license. Our insurance rates aren't going to go up. We're not trying to pay the bigger bag. We're not going to hold that bag. We're going to let that bag go because <laughs> it's not even worth it's not even that that detrimental to our bottom line to let that one go. It's not that worth 
it's not that worth it. To keep pimping our sellers, people that's selling on our platform, it's not worth it. To keep pimping people that are selling on our platforms. So, Amazon is shutting down its third-party seller program sold by Amazon after the company was accused of price fixing. All right. Attorney, uh, Washington Attorney General Bob Ferguson announced Wednesday that Amazon would end the program nationwide and pay uh, $2.25 million to settle the allegations under a legally binding resolution. Now, that only applies in America. They can still do the same thing in other countries, but because Amazon's worldwide, baby. But, um... Ferguson's lawsuit alleged that Amazon violated antitrust laws and unreasonably restrained competition in order to maximize its own profits off third-party sales. Okay? So, Amazon does this thing. We're going to get back into the article, but Amazon does this thing where... It's essentially get down to lay down with Amazon. If you're going to come over here, you got to sell. First of all, you have to sell on my platform because I'm the biggest thing smoking. Then if you choose to sell on my platform, I'm going to have to lock you into a particular price. Like we're going to have to agree on a specific price um, for reasons. And... I reserve the right to turn around and create a product that functions and kind of looks exactly like your product at a slightly cheaper cost uh, that is definitely going to be Amazon Prime and promoted more to our consumer base. So I get to undersell you as the company you're as the platform you're selling on i get to undercut you by promoting the product that we manufacture more as we're going to get in as we're going to get back into it Let's see. Consumers lose when corporate giants like Amazon fix prices to increase their profits. Ferguson said, "Hold on." The program ran from 2018 to 20, uh, 20, uh, excuse me, guaranteed third-party minimums, uh, third, uh, third-party sellers a minimum payment for product sales in exchange for their agreement to stop competing with Amazon for the pricing of their products. All right. Uh, Amazon had its pricing algorithm match prices offered by some external retailers. Uh, the lawsuit said this meant higher prices and lower sales for the sellers on their platform. As customers sometimes turn to, here we go, this is exactly what I was just talking about, Amazon branded products instead. This resulted in Amazon maximizing its own profits regardless of whether consumers paid a higher price for sales of products enrolled in the Amazon in the sold by Amazon program or settled for buying the same or similar product offered through Amazon. <clears throat> and you know, look, if you on my platform like, if I'm slaying music, right, and you on my platform, it's like Spotify for artists. Like, Spotify came out with their own song. Let's say Spotify was making a mixtape every year. Like, oddly enough, Wendy's does. Like, Spotify makes a mixtape like Wendy's did back then when it was coming at the next of Burger King, McDonald's, and everybody. Well, Wendy's must be getting stupid money just to be wasted on a mixtape. But, Let's just say Spotify came out with a mixtape or an album itself. All right. It, it would be akin to making like Spotify recreating the Drake album. 
and giving you a discount on your subscription as the consumer in order to, if you just, you know, listen to that album twice a day. That's, that's the easiest way I could break it break it down what it'd be akin to because honestly no other company has ever put themselves in this position where they are the biggest thing globally and has uh, has the power to say yeah you can sell on our platform but I'm going to undersell you and matter of fact I'm going to recreate your product and directly so they can just get it straight from me you can still be on our platform though gangster as hell <laughs> some gangster shit so bad business on Amazon luckily I don't see Amazon stopping anytime soon because of this because this is a footnote in the legacy of Amazon Amazon like I said earlier Amazon doesn't even make um, Amazon's primary source of revenue isn't even from shipping anything or uh, selling anything it's not their primary source of revenue. So it was easy for them to let that bag go. Okay. That was um, rather easy. Like, Amazon has itself... Amazon is a tech company at this point. It's competing in, competing in the cloud race between Apple, Google, and um, Microsoft. I think Microsoft is going to win that um, Apple's Apple's pulling through strong some 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 innovation strong. I'm not I'm not gonna discount Apple. I just hate I hate Apple for its ecosystem. Cause once you're a part of Apple's ecosystem, then you are locked in. You can't you can't escape it. You get the Apple phone, then you have to get the Apple Watch. Then you might you gotta get like when it's time to shop for a computer you gotta get Mac because your phone is gonna hook up to the Mac you know what I'm saying and now you know what I'm saying you're airdropping photos your Apple Apple's thing isn't to help you from so much from a business perspective it's to get you to um, it's to ingrain itself in every aspect of your life to the point where you cannot function without their products. Psychologically. Oh man, I got this Apple phone so I gotta get a MacBook. Type deal. You know what I'm saying? They don't need, they don't necessarily have the best products on the market. Um, but you know, we're gonna see what we're gonna see who in in twenty twenty three, I would say by twenty twenty four, if not twenty twenty five, we're going to see who's gonna be pulling out ahead in the uh cloud based services competition. Alright, so another bit of bad business. Two nurses. Yeah, two nurses out in Long Island. All right. Uh, two Long Island nurses this past Friday were charged with making 1.5 million, more than, excuse me, 1.5 million off of forged COVID-19 vaccination cards. Great racket. They got caught. Um, uh, we're we going to get into how they got caught, but let's, get, let's go to this article by the hill okay two Long Island nurses allegedly made more than 1.5 million by selling fake vaccination cards very egregious very dangerous um, to put people's health and safety because when you get something um, you know that when you get a vaccine card you know what I'm saying you're saying uh, hey I'm vaccinated I shouldn't have COVID I shouldn't be able to spread COVID Okay, regardless of what you believe for your personal life, um, you know, what I mean, what you believe in COVID, uh, for your personal uh, safety and whatnot, now you could be walking around with COVID, showing this vaccine card saying you don't have COVID amongst everybody else. But here's the caveat to that 
If you're only allowed in certain spaces with having a vaccine card, then everybody around you uh, should be vaccinated and you feel like you got one up. Until, and we know how this stuff spreads, that's why they were able to make 1.5 million off of it. We know how this stuff spreads around. You know what I'm saying? A co-worker told another co-worker about it who told another co-worker or about these nurses in Long Island that are willing to forge government documents, CDC. They were willing to forge documents, serious documents. So now everybody at work saying that they got the vaccine, ain't nobody at work got the vaccine, and now everybody getting COVID. Then they start calling into work with COVID. It's like, how you got COVID? Didn't you get the vaccine? When really, you know what I'm saying, we also know that people could still get COVID with the vaccine, but it'll be lesser in all this. Eat your fruits and veggies. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. Long Island nurses charged with making more than 1.5 million, according to the Associated Press. Uh, Julie uh, Devino. I think I'm saying it wrong, but is a nurse practitioner and owner of Wild Child Pediatric Healthcare. All right. She was charged with felony forgery and offering a false instrument for filing. Her employee, Marissa. Y'all killing me with these names, but we just going to call him Marissa. You right now, uh, Marissa, Marissa, you a licensed practical nurse was also charged with felony forgery. Now, this is the thing for false documents, okay? At least they went big with it. I salute salute the fact that they went big with it. Uh, Suffolk County District Attorney Raymond Tierney. Like, Tierney or Tierney. Said the nurses charged... $220 for forged vaccination cards for adults and $85 for children. This is some fake shit. It's not even the real vaccine card. And they charge that much. In a scheme that began in November. So between November to last Friday, they made $1.5 million. They made $1.5 million in a matter of three months. 1.5 in three months. They were slanging them vaccine cards. All right. Let's go to this. Uh, where I put it? We're going to go to this report in a second. I need to see where I put it at, but hold on. Uh, uh, I don't think I clicked on it. That was my whole thing. All right. But that's the thing. Like, (laughs) wait, wait till you hear they got how they got caught because not only did they do the vaccine cards, not only did they make these vaccine cards, but they tried to legitimize them. So let's go to the report brought to us by CBS New York fair use. They're going to say COVID and I know Spotify has a new thing uh, where they have to flag uh, true information. This is all factual. Alright. Let's get to it. Turn this up. Nurses on Long Island are under arrest, accused of forging vaccination cards for a steep profit, even entering the bogus information into the state database. Mm. CBS News' Jennifer McLogan reports nearly a million dollars was seized. 
Behind Amityville's gazebo and historic Main Street, Wild Child Pediatric Healthcare invites in parents and children for COVID-19 vaccines. But prosecutors say the pediatric nurse practitioner who runs the clinic, Julie Devono, and her LPN assistant, Marissa Araro, were not administering Arara. vaccines. They were selling hundreds of fake cards. Julie Devono, as owner and operator of Wild Child, is accused yeah. of then entering the focus information into the New York State Health Department database. She's a licensed practitioner that focuses in on young people. She handles a lot of school children. Do you know what the motivation was? I don't know if there's any motivation. I don't even know if she's guilty of any of these allegations. Prosecutors say the duo sold each purported dose for $220, $440 per card. Mm. Children went for 85 bucks. It was revealed in the criminal complaint that when investigators searched Julie Devano's home, they recovered $900,000 in U.S. currency and a ledger documenting profits in excess of $1.5 million over the past three months. It's money. They want to make money, so they They'll do whatever they can to make money. So they had a ledger. Let's well pause it for a sec. They had a ledger for more than one point, for more than 1.3, I mean 1.5 in profit, which means this business probably easily could have made, uh, generated, we, we talking about if you remove the cause of overhead and whatnot, they probably sold two mil, 2.2 million. Like that's how much cash they took in from the people that they were seeing. Crazy, let's continue. People are very vulnerable. Business owners who operate small shops near the clinic said they suspected something untoward was happening with the amount of foot traffic. It's frightening beyond words, and I'm grateful that it's it's been put to an end. Break laws, give fake vaccines, it's very disheartening. The anti-vaccine movement was part of a parents' rights rally on Long Island earlier this week, many taking their children out of school to march for choice when it comes to mask wearing and mandates over COVID-19 vaccines. It's unclear if the accused tried to prey on those views. They just don't care. They don't believe that this is something that's real. And uh, they see an opportunity and they're going to take it. Doctors we spoke with say if the allegations are true, besides being medically unethical, forging vaccination cards is potentially life-threatening. From the courts in Central Islip, Jennifer McLogan, CBS2 News. All right. Thank you, CBS. Never thought I'd be saying those words in my life. But... This is the thing. Okay, so the good, the I'm not gonna say the good part, but the 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 things in business, because I'm thinking with a business mind. The things business-wise that they did right. Listen, <laughs> turn down the music. Yeah, turn down the music on the stream. The things that they did business-wise correctly. Okay. What they did business-wise correctly was they, I, like they said, there were the they, the parents were hosting rallies near the nearby. They saw the market. They identified their target uh, demographic. <laughs> they identified their target demographic. They saw market. Like yo, all these. Why are we just sell fake vaccine cards? I I could I could see the gears turning. I really can't buy this one. They saw their target demographic. They struck while the iron was hot. They while they still had the opportunity to. Listen, you you may not like it. Just, don't get me wrong. Completely uh, morally unethical. All right. Um, I'm not here to argue that, fam. I'm not here to argue that at all. Completely morally unethical. But I can totally see what am I doing here? I can totally see how it happened. I can totally see how 
I can totally see how it came about as an idea in their mind. And you know, these are probably women. They have unique last names. I think there might they might be of uh, Latin descent. They didn't get into all of this. But you know what I'm saying? They probably grew up with immigrant parents and poor conditions. They saw quick come up in their practice, thought they were doing a good thing. But they went ahead and loaded this into um I think that's honestly how they got caught for the most part like they 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 forged they forged the documents yes but I don't think it would have really been traceable if they hadn't then tried to legitimize them by uploading the information into the system you know what I'm saying like Especially because you don't know that um, you don't know the process that the CDC does it themselves or catalogs it. So if people were coming up with similar na- vaccination card numbers because there's always a reference number on uh, documents such as these. If they came together on a on a similar similar number. Or, you know, um, started having a bunch of overlapping information on these cards and nobody was able to verify it. That's how I think they got caught is because you were trying to do something that was against, uh, against it, but you were still with it at the same time. You were trying to do something um in spite of the CDC regulations but you ended up using their system to try to legitimize it and it is what it is you got caught it's bad business and with that said we're going to get into bring it back let's bring it back Just about half past the hour, we're in the bring it back segment, and I want to bring back ethics, morals, shoot, morals and ethics, all right? Getting your bread up is one thing, but when you're doing something that can potentially harm other people, they didn't believe, like the woman said in that clip, they didn't believe it was real. You know what I'm saying? And that's what... You know, this whole bad business thing is actually about bringing back ethics, not just, you know, because nurses were wrong and Amazon was wrong. The only thing is Amazon was a big corporation. They were able to get away with it much easier. If Amazon had been slinging fake vaccine cards, it would have been a whole process and a whole, you know what I'm saying? It would be a whole process, a whole procedure. It would have been ridiculous uh, amounts of litigation because they got money like that. They're a huge corporation. And, you know, they say we're all equal in my eyes of the law, but your money can tie up litigation uh, if you have enough of it. And Amazon has enough. So... Amazon was wrong for pimping its sellers on its platform and then making products to undersell sellers on the platform. It's like, hey, that's a cool idea. We're going to make another product that's going to be cheaper than that. We're going to make it for about half the cost of yours. And we've locked you into your price. So you got to stay at your price. We're going to undersell you with a product that we manufactured that works it, that works, operates, and looks just like yours. It's unethical. But Amazon is in the scraping the plate. You know what I'm saying? The board of Amazon, I believe, was more behind that idea than, you know what I'm saying, Bezos was. Bezos ain't part of the company no more. And there's a reason behind that because he spent so many years making this company. 
Why would you give up your baby like that? Probably because the board was moving. Most likely the board was moving in a direction that he wasn't cool with. And then he was seeing what was going on. It's like, yeah, I can't do anything to stop y'all. I'm not going to be a part of this shit. So. And then these nurses. You know what I'm saying? I want, do nurses have to take the Hippocratic Oath? Because the first, you know what I'm saying? I pledge first to do no harm and all that. Making false vaccine cards. You know what I'm saying? Just because you see a corner on the market as an easy come up. Um, you making fake va- vaccination cards without actually administering the vaccine. Like I said in my earlier example, Sheila tells Becky, who tells Susan, who tells Robin, who tells Caroline in their workplace, because most people socialize. The primary place in America to socialize is at work. You're locked in for a good portion of your day. So, girl, look, 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 look. And then you you sharing stresses at work. Girl, I don't know what I'm going to do. They're cracking down on these laws and these regulations, and they're making us all uh, get vaccinated. I don't want to get vaccinated. Girl, let me tell you about such and such place over on, over out in Long Island. Is these two women. I got a vaccination card. Tell me that's not how it happened. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all ain't hear me. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? I think justice will be served for those two. I salute to them making money corner. I salute those two nurses for peeping activity, seeing a market, and cornering a market. But they went about it wrong. They could have actually made a lot of money actually doing the actual vaccine. Like they could have gotten that government money for subsidized, uh, government subsidized money, some government subsidized funds for legitimately doing the vaccine. But I guess they didn't believe in it either. It was like, look, we understand, we get it. We're gonna give you fake vaccine. So I guess they felt as though they were, were serving a purpose of the people. But the problem is, is that COVID does kill people. It is a virus that kills people. Okay. Point blank period. What, what you, regardless of what you believe, it it has killed a number of people. It has killed a percentage of the populace. It has. So you're actually doing more harm than good because now everybody around here these places of employment believe that their staff is protected through their regulations through government regulations when it's not and then when people start popping up with COVID tests I mean COVID cases and start dying they're gonna be like oh my god all these people are vaccinated. We've seen their cards. I guess the vaccine doesn't work. It does. It does work. It it makes it lesser. So you know what I'm saying. My whole thing is I don't, regardless of whether it works or not. I still remember quiet commercials about side effects of drugs late at night when I was growing up as a kid. That's why on a previous uh, podcast, previous episode, it was, um, let's bring back some common sense. Because I'm not a proponent. But I do acknowledge the advantages of having the vaccine. Okay. Uh, Now, with all that bad business out the way, got into the ethics. They shouldn't have done it. They did corner the market. They did see an opportunity and they pounced on it like the sharks that they are, but it's it's not good. It it wasn't good. And part of the Hippocratic Oath um, is to first do no harm. You did harm. So, now we get into my favorite topic. Let's get into the pre-market watch. Now that we got all the bad business out of the way. 
pre-market watch. All right, we got various sectors here, industries uh, popped up. Let's look at our top gainers and our top losers. FIG, FIG Industries, LTD is up 59%, 60, and it is continual to go up. It's up about 60%, hold on, ah, cord, okay. It's about 60% right now on the day in the pre-market. I don't know what's going on, but I want in. Uh, Wise Key International up 16%. Night School Inc. up uh, 15%. Uh, 180 Life Sciences up 15%. I mean, up 11%. And Applied UV up 10 Okay. Now, some of these are low flow. Actually, Applied UV has a million in market cap. There's 11 million in market cap. So some of these are uh, low flow stocks, but it looks like Nightscope is soon to break into the 10 million in market, I mean, 100 million in market cap. So I'm gonna be looking at Nightscope. I'm gonna be doing my research on that one. I don't know what's going on with FGI Industries, but it's hovering, it's trying to get to 70% on a day in the pre-market. I don't, let's look at that. Cause that's interesting to me. That's interesting to to a guy like me uh what is, is this an ipo it looks like ipo because they only yeah this is ipo okay it's his first week it hasn't even been on the market in time. i was like i've never heard of this company all right so uh let's go back to the markets our losers top losers of the day remember you with the stock market you don't just make money on the way up on the way up, you can also make money on the way down through uh, put options and shorting. Um, Imperial Petrol down 25% pre-market. Uh, Eros Global down 15. Fort Biosciences down 11%. Indonesia Energy Core down nine, almost 10%. And we have America, American Homes 4 down 8%. Now, I do want to look at that because that is not a low flow. So that, that actually means something has got to happen to this company, in this company, for that sort of activity. What's going on with the RSI, man? Oh, it was way over... It was way overbought. So now it's... Uh, and it is a recent company. Okay. It's only been out. It hasn't been out that long. Let me see. Oh no, it's been out for a minute. But it was way overbought. Way overbought. It's been out for a couple of... A few years now. So for some reason, something happened that caused it to be way overbought. As you can see, it's above the RSI indicator here. So it got way overbought, you know what I'm saying? Got way out of pocket. And now today, it seems like there's a correction. So, well, not today. Not just today, but since December, it's been correcting from its being way overbought. Yeah. It was, it was way overbought, like way overbought back in August. It was way overbought and now you know fall it's seen some corrections and now it's seeing a very massive correction today um let's see market all right so let's go to the heat map let's see what's popping on the heat map uh let's check on my on my regulars Hold on, that's not my watches. Okay. Did I put Imperial Petrol on it? No, it's losers. Recently viewed. Okay. So Google has absolutely been crushing the game lately. Um, I don't think there's any amount of regulation at this point. I don't think there's anything. Ooh, it was overbought. Mm. Go to the day chart. Uh, 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 technically oversold. And now it's seeing its way back up. But, you know, 
I don't think there's anything that's going to stop Google from doing what Google does anytime soon. Google is another one like um, Amazon. I put Amazon and Google often in the same category. And that's really because they're both tech companies, but they're also both into like so many different things. And that's why I believe Apple and Microsoft in the next couple of years are going to add and this is not financial advice. Let me preface this by saying it. It says it on the screen. It's not financial advice. But I believe that Microsoft and Apple in the next two years are going to have a digit, uh, digit to a stock price. Like they're going to be worth, like their stock is literally going to jump to thousands of dollars um, in the next couple of years because they're entering different spaces and they're doing different things and companies that do that typically have four digit stock prices google alphabet uh amazon tesla speaking of tesla let's look at tesla because i've been hearing them talk bad about tesla lately but tesla um oh yeah tesla did come down uh, people didn't like uh, them saying that they're not going to be doing uh, certain stuff. But Tesla was up there. Tesla is the highest that they've been. It was 1200 That's what their stock is. So would right now be a buying opportunity for Tesla? I think, I believe so. They're King EV. And that's why Lucid is taking a hit. There's nothing actually wrong with Lucid. Lucid's taking a hit because, you know, rising tide if a rising tide lifts all boats then a sinking one must as well a sinking one must do the reverse now it's not going to sink the ship but the rising tide lifts all boats tesla is the rising tide for the ev market so when the big dog comes down then everything under it doesn't seem as valuable either same thing happened with happening in the crypto space with bitcoin in most cases when bitcoin goes up yo ethereum and everything else is popping when bitcoin comes down i'm buying more ethereum <laughs> that's just that's how the game goes so um so this is us on the pre-market alphabet you know what I'm saying? They came down from their 3,000. They're headed back up. I'm certain by the end of the year, it's going to be at back at 3,000 or more. Because um, Google, Google is such a monster. It, like, I need to come out with my search bar, yo. I need to come out with the search bar. I'm going to call it OmniSearch. Um, and it, it, there's no stopping it. There's absolutely no stopping Google. There's no stopping Alphabet. Um, let's see. I said Tesla. I don't have Amazon on my watch list either. Hold on. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. They're in the 3,000 range. And the thing to note about these companies and why I typically don't like investing in them right away, even though they're popping is because I know what compound interest does. Uh, shout out to my Gemini. I got my Gemini giving me like $10 a month right now. Um, it's a great feeling. $10 I didn't, I didn't work for. $10 a month. Uh, if I get that up to $100 a month, then it goes to, you know what I'm saying, several hundred dollars a month. Oh my God, now we talk. But it's a process. The thing is, is compound interest is the number one generator of wealth. The number one generator of wealth is compound interest. When you invest into plays like, and actually, I don't know if Google or Amazon yield dividends. Let me see some. Let me see some right quick. Let me check on my Robin Hood right quick. Uh, actually, I should be able to. No, no, no. It'll be quicker over here. Um, the thing is, let's see, Amazon, 
Yeah, no dividends on Amazon. Oh yeah, there's a Class A and Class C alphabet stock. I think this is the Class C. Let me see Class A. Oh, they're valued the same. So, oh, they must have did the stock split. Okay. The thing is about value stock versus um, dividend yielding stock is that there's no way to take advantage of compound interest. So you can have a great company, right? You can have a phenomenal company, but you're only you're only subject to the gains of that company's growth. They're not paying you out in cash to reinvest in the stock that is also going to grow over time for you to continuously be paid on it and for it to constantly buy into itself. At the end result, as an investor, the greater gain is um, the long play over time with dividends. I've seen it. Like, I've seen it mapped out. It's, it's you, you will experience greater gains uh, over time with dividends. And that's really why a lot of companies uh, have dividends with their stocks is because... If those div- when those dividends pay out, you can reinvest more back into the company. And over time, as, as you're investing over time, the greater payout is that. And the company, the investors, the shareholders are less likely to swing trade dividend stocks. It makes no sense because that's not what they're for. That's not the play on them. They're dividend stocks. They pay you out. So, this is, uh, you know, Amazon. uh, The reason why these numbers can get so high is because they're not paying their shareholders back. Okay? The shareholder can choose to just take profit any point in time. So, let's say, as, you know, I'm saying as an example, let's say you bought into. Amazon back in 2020 when it was 1800 all right as a shareholder you see it go up to the 3000 range it's like I want to sell well now you've sold and your relationship with that company is at an end you removed you put stock back on the shelf which means there's more stock in the market, which means um, Amazon's uh, stock price is now less because of it. Because there's more stock available to purchase. All right. So if a lot of investors did that in mass. Now it's, um, you know, now it's got more stock up for grabs. And now you have um, more stock on the shelf. So now the all of these investors selling off in a big way, um, it makes the price of the stock less valuable. Whereas if you were giving me dividends to hold on to the stock, your growth, you're not going to grow the same, but you might grow at a steadier pace over time. And I'm growing with you because you're paying me out. Ooh. In, in cash, which I am reinvesting into the dividends, which is buying up more shares of the stock that is out there to grab on autopilot. So now the stock price increases because I have a set it and forget it method to the money. It's different ways, different ways to play the game. That's my point. So so if you're looking to swing trade, definitely, um, you know, invest in these. I would invest in Amazon, Google, all that. And honestly, they're not bad long-term bets either because they've been around and they're they're hell bent on being around. Don't get me wrong. These are people that are in, as we saw earlier in the program. Amazon is hell bent on staying where Amazon's at. They want to be the big dog. So they get the big dog price valuation, four digits, 
you know, around th- hovering around 3,000, three racks. But uh, will it maintain it with more regulation coming in? I'm confident that Google will. Not too certain about Amazon because if more people keep complaining about Amazon's practices, you got Amazon, people are complaining about how Amazon makes the money. People are complaining about their bad business dealings with Amazon. And you have employees disgruntled at Amazon for their uh, for their mistreatment of the workers. Now, I know I covered in the past that you know, one dude was whining about having to um, his time off task and all this, the time off task policy. I think it would have been more beneficial for him to uh, talk about their bathroom policy. Like, you should never, and I mean never, be subjected to not going to the bathroom whenever you need to go to the bathroom. Just period. As, as basic human, basic human decency. Again, bring back ethics. Anyway, worry observations, righteous discussions, unite people. It's the Word Up Podcast, and I'm your host, O-M-N-I-E-T-C, Omni, etc. Till next time, folks. See you tomorrow. Peace, God. It's Omni, etc. Did you know that there's free money on my website? It's omniitc.com slash money. Go on there. Take a look at it. Sign up for those programs, Robinhood, Weeble, Coinbase, and you'll get free money in the form of assets, in the form of crypto. All right? Check it out. And link's in the description. Peace.